Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern, and today is Tuesday, February 25th, 2020. Today's poem is by a German-born American poet named Liesel Mueller. She lived from 1924 to 2020. She actually died about four days ago on February 21st. She has a fascinating story, which I'll tell you a little bit about in a little while after I read the poem for the first time. But I will tell you now that she received awards, including the National Book Award in 1981 for poetry and the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry in 1997, and is the only German-born poet who has awarded that, uh, that particular prize. She also won the Ruth Lilly Poetry Prize, the Order of Merit of the Federal Republic of Germany, the Lamont Poetry Prize, and uh, is, is quite a, a well-respected poet in the poetry world. And uh, I was reminded of this particular poem called Monet Refuses the Operation. I was reminded of it after she died on Twitter, where someone posted that this is one of their favorite poems by Liesel Mueller. So I wanted to share this with you, and then I'll, as usual, offer a few thoughts. So here it is. Monet Refuses the Operation. Doctor, you say there are no halos around the streetlights in Paris, and what I see is an aberration caused by old age, an affliction. I tell you it has taken me all my life to arrive at the vision of gas lamps as angels, to soften and blur and finally banish the edges you regret I don't see, to learn that the line I call the horizon does not exist, and sky and water so long apart are the same state of being. Fifty-four years before I could see, ruined cathedral is built of parallel shafts of sun, and now you want to restore my youthful errors. Fixed notions of top and bottom, the illusion of three-dimensional space, with Sirius separate from the bridge it covers. What can I say to convince you the Houses of Parliament dissolve night after night to become the fluid dream of the Thames? I will not return to a universe of objects that don't know each other, as if islands were not the lost children of one great continent. The world is flux, and light becomes what it touches, becomes water, lilies on water, above and below water, becomes lilac and mauve and yellow and white and cerulean lamps, small fists passing sunlight so quickly to one another that it would take long, streaming hair inside my brush to catch it, to paint the speed of light. Our weighted shapes, these verticals, burn to mix with air and change our bones, skin, clothes to gases. Doctor, if only you could see how heaven pulls earth into its arms and how infinitely the heart expands to claim this world, blue vapor without end. This uh, poem, Monet Refuses the Operation, comes from Mueller's collection that actually won the Pulitzer Prize. It was called Second Language. Mueller was, uh, her story means a lot to me because it's not unlike the story of my grandmother. Mueller was born in 1924 in, in Germany, and her family fled uh, the Nazis. And then she came to the United States in 1939 at the age of 15. She was one of the, the lucky ones who, who left before the war started, before she was, you know, um, into her late teens. 
she ended up working uh, in the United States at the University of Chicago and another of other places. And she taught herself to write poetry starting in the 50s. And then in 1965, she published her first collection. And on Wikipedia, it says, after years of self-study, which I don't know exactly what that means, uh, except sort of the implication that she taught herself, that she worked very hard, and that she, she honed whatever uh, gifts she had through, through dedication. Um, my grandmother lived in Germany, uh, actually during the war, and spent, my understanding is she spent much of the war on the run uh, because her father was someone who the, the, the Nazis wanted to to work for them. He was an engineer and he didn't want to do that. So she spent, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of the war, if not on the run or if not officially in hiding, moving from place to place and trying to avoid being uh, caught up in uh, the work of the Nazis. And then she came to America. She was the only one of her siblings, uh, I believe, to come to America. And she, uh, through determination and, uh, sort of Germanic spirit, she carved out a life and it wasn't always the happiest life, but she carved, that out here in America. And so that story, her story, uh, although she wasn't a poet, um, the stories are familiar enough to make Lisa Mueller's story meaningful to me to, to kind of strike a chord with me. And there's a sort of, in this poem, a sort of vision of the beauty of the world, of the way, that line, how heaven pulls earth into its arms and how infinitely the heart expands to claim this world, blue vapor without end. That's where the poem ends, of course. And I, and I think a lot about how when people go through deeply traumatic experiences and then they see the world, they can still see the world for all its beauty, despite the darkness, that that's a special gift. And that it seems to sharpen vision um, in a way that I suppose is sort of ironic because this is a poem about vision that is not sharpened. But even as it's a poem that is about vision not being sharpened, the reality is that the the voice of this poet, the the Monet who's refusing the operation, who's seeing things uh, less sharply, is actually seeing with more precision into the actual nature of things. By not seeing the firm edges of things, he's seeing the beauty of things more profoundly. And I wonder if that's not unlike what happens when someone goes through deep, dark, traumatic things. That sometimes the, bl- the edges become blurry on what's real, perhaps, uh, so to speak. But on the other hand, through going through those things and coming out the other side, there's a sort of uh, profundity of vision that is, that is sharpened, uh, that sees into the nature of things and into the beauty at the core of the universe, uh, so to speak, if I can speak in very general terms. And that's what this poem makes me think of. So I'll read it one more time for you. Again, this is Liesel Mueller's Monet Refuses the Operation. Doctor, you say there are no halos around the streetlights in Paris, and what I see is an aberration caused by old age and affliction. I tell you, it has taken me all my life to arrive at the vision of gas lamps as angels, to soften and blur and finally banish the edges you regret I don't see, to learn that the line I called the horizon does not exist, and sky and water so long apart are the same state of being. Fifty-four years before I could see ruined cathedral as built of parallel shafts of sun, and now you want to restore my youthful errors. Fixed notions of top and bottom, the illusion of three-dimensional space, wisteria separate from the bridge it covers. What can I say to convince you the houses of parliament dissolve night after night to become the fluid dream of the Thames? 
I will not return to a universe of objects that don't know each other, as if islands were not the lost children of one great continent. The world is flux, and light becomes what it touches, becomes water, lilies on water, above and below water, becomes lilac and mauve and yellow and white and cerulean lamps, small fists passing sunlight so quickly to one another that it would take long, streaming hair inside my brush to catch it, to paint the speed of light. Our weighted shapes, these verticals, burn to mix with air and change our bones, skin, clothes to gases. Doctor, if only you could see how heaven pulls earth into its arms and how infinitely the heart expands to claim this world, blue vapor without end. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.